Anushka. Thank you so much, Zach. Thank you. And uh, good afternoon, everyone. I'm Anushka, and I'm working for the MSITM department as a data ninja. And today we have Deepak Seth here with us, speaking on digital transformation, reconfiguring, reconfiguring your organization. Deepak provided innovation and thought leadership to many clients as part of Accenture's CIO advisory practices. And he shares an outlook on how organizations, people, processes, and technologies need to be reconfigured to realize the full potential of digital innovation. So let's get started, Deepak. Hey, thanks, uh, Zach. Uh, thanks for leading us in prayer. And thanks, Anushka, for the, for the introduction. Um, DBU feels like home by now because this is the second time I'm coming and speaking here. Uh, so this is, this is uh, very exciting indeed. Thanks for having me back again. For those who missed it, I earlier spoke on stepping out of the comfort zone and that uh, webinar is also available on, on the DBU uh, website. So let, let's move ahead. Um, what I wanted to talk uh, today as Anushka pointed out was on digital transformation. Um, we all know about digital, how digital is the new reality, uh, but uh, to supplant that right now, VUCA has become the new reality of our world. VUCA meaning volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. Now, when we started this year off, everybody had a lot of hopes and aspirations about what's going to happen in 2020, uh, but then uh, uh, COVID came about. Now, COVID is just one manifestation of what VUCA can bring, uh, bring, bring to the world, and uh, all companies and individuals need to be ready to deal with uh, whatever, uh, whatever comes about as a result of, of VUCA. Now, I'm, I'm putting a few points here about being perceptive, being prepared, being nimble, and being agile. Uh, so those are some of the things which are relevant, uh, whether you are undergoing a digital transformation or not, uh, to be better equipped to deal with, uh, with VUCA. So let's, uh, let's, let's move ahead. Now, one of the first things um, when we are talking about digital transformation, and I'm in uh, several conversations on this, uh, the first thing which comes about is uh, why digital? What, what does uh, going digital mean? So organizations and leaders, they need to have a clear vision of what they exactly mean by, mean by digital. Now, in the very simplest form, uh, in very technology-centric organizations, uh, sometimes the definition is assumed to be uh, bringing in the new digital technologies into the organization. So some, so the companies have a legacy stack and they're saying, hey, now we are going to bring this mobile technology in, we are going to bring blockchain in, we are going to bring IoT, we are going to bring uh, um, AI machine learning, and that is all put in, in the framework of uh, digital. But that's just one part of it. Um, the tools of enabling digital transformation are just one part of the digital transformation. Another important part is the human part of it. So only when humans are committed to making the digital transformation is when digital transformations are successful in companies. And to make humans committed to delivering digital transformation, it is essential that leaders create a purpose around digital transformation. So there is a lot of talk these days about purposefulness. Earlier, the bottom line used to be the only purpose of corporations. But these days, the, especially with millennials and Gen Zs, they are looking for their companies to have a bigger purpose. What value do they bring to society? Can, uh, is uh, happiness something which uh, companies need to be bringing about? So whatever be the vision, 
and the purpose of the digital transformation, the leadership needs to clearly, clearly establish that. Now, we thought about the big vision, but in terms of bringing it to reality, the actions can be very small actions. And I'm a very strong advocate for going after the low hanging fruit. Uh, many times companies try to boil the ocean and earlier on it used to be a very normal scheme of things. Uh, you have a uh, you go in for big ERP implementations, which are going to last over many years. And um, and uh, by the time they were completed, means uh, half the there was used to be a lot of scope creep, budget creep, stuff like that. But these days, um, some the digital transformation can easily be broken into smaller chunks uh, and can be implemented in a crawl, walk, run, fly kind of approach. So break it down into small manageable components and then uh, which is a part of the agile methodology too means you you keep on continuous continually delivering stuff and not waiting for big bang implementations now the third thing i am talking about as part of digital transformation is the need for continuous innovation the mantra these days is innovate or perish so companies which are not innovating will not be able to survive uh, this this storm or any other storms which are which are going to going to come about come out, come about in the future now all of these new emerging disruptive technologies they they influence what we are trying to do and we have to figure out how to innovate and bring them into the into the into the mainstream of uh, mainstream of the organization now all these Zoom webinars and all we are seeing is also an innovation. So earlier on conferences, which used to happen in, in person, everybody going to a place and interacting, companies quickly turned around, uh, around and figured out a way of, uh, of working from home, remote working. Um, so it's, it was a continuous improvement, innovation kind of thing, thing for many companies. Now, as companies try to figure out uh, ways to get people back into office, again, innovation will be required means how will how will social distancing be maintained uh, what tools and technologies can enable people to work in a confined space but still uh, maintain the kind of rules which are required to prevent the spread of the disease so that's where innovation will come will need to continually play play a role now another thing very closely linked with digital uh, with within um, Digit, um, digital transformation is the need to shake things up. So many companies, every company has got a status quo and digital in generally, in most cases, it's, it's stepping into the new. And if you want, if you try to achieve the new with the tools, processes, tools and technologies of the old, you are not likely to be successful. So it is very, very imperative that you, that you shake things up uh, because business, as usual, will be a, a recipe for disaster. So what, what do I mean by shaking things up? Um, some of it is very, uh, could, be, could be, say, on, in the way the projects are run. So if your company has been used to doing stuff in a waterfall methodology, maybe it's time you started looking at agile methodology for doing things. Maybe you establish a strong DevOps uh, practice, DevOps security and security practice in your uh, in your company to achieve uh, uh, quicker and uh, faster delivery delivery of of, of projects. Um, the, so that was shaking things up in the terms of the process side. 
there could be shaking things up in terms of the of the people side uh, people side shaking up means generally in organizations uh, projects are led by the most senior people and all that kind of stuff but maybe with digital technologies some of the younger some of you dbu uh, graduates who are just fresh graduates uh, maybe the people leading the projects because you may be the most qualified about uh, uh, about the new new digital technologies and and the new collaborative way of working so that is shaking things up on the uh, on the people side of thing things could also be shaken up on the technology side of things um, you bring in um, new devices and need to become become part of the mix maybe iot is 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 part of the mix now so uh, so that that's those 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 are some examples now another interesting thing about digital transformation is when uh, people think digital they sometimes think that human is not part of the mix and this is a point which i was making at the at the beginning of the session also that there can be no digital transformation without thinking about the human so digital transformation is not about replacing humans it is about how technology can complement or augment human capabilities and some other new interesting trends are coming into play uh, the gig economy is coming into play millennials and gen zs are entering the workforce and many of the old, uh, older generation are are moving out so those are the kind of things which come into play as companies uh, think about uh, about digital digital transformation now gig economy um, uh, i was part I did led an interesting uh, proof of concept for one of my companies was uh, we were building a new uh, mobile um, interface for a blockchain project which we were doing and we said that that piece of it the mobile interface where information about the status of a, of a device as it moves through the supply chain uh, that part of it would be built using gig economy which is uh, we worked with a company to create a contest and that contest was open for people to participate and there was a reward for it and also developers worked in uh, took participated in the contest and uh, and as a byproduct of that the software which we needed got got built so an interesting way of how uh, gamification and uh, gig economy all come together and increasingly this could be a way uh, in which uh, software gets developed you don't need to have all the expertise within the company it can be outside the company and it can be totally freelance guys who who look at whatever is showing up uh, on these gig platforms and do pieces of the pieces of the work now uh next important we we i mentioned about thinking human and the next i'm saying think partners um because most companies especially the older ones who have been around for many years have got, are, are well invested in their legacy stacks uh, they may not have all the expertise in house to do what is needed for the for digital transformation so say your digital transformation journey has an ai or machine learning component it's quite possible that you do not ha have those experts in house or you want to leverage your data in a new way and those data scientist experts are not available in house so you have to um, work with other partners to get those capabilities into the company now this may include thinking outside the box now one other interesting thing which i have done over the years was as part of one of the companies i worked at i ran the interface with research institutions and universities um 
so we had uh, students like you come into our uh, company and work on on specific projects and it classically one would think is that hey it is just you are supplementing your resources and and these people are just doing the work for you but in our case i think we also tried to view it as an experience by which these uh, students were bringing in what we call millennial and gen z thinking into an organization which was essentially made up of older individuals and it was a very very enriching i think more than the students we uh, others who engaged with them also learned e equally as much and a lot of the stuff which was built uh, the when they used to present uh, what they worked on many of the teams or the organizations within the company whom they worked for said that they brought in a new perspective at looking at things and lot of what they built is is would, they would be leveraging it uh, as part of their day to day uh, day to day work so this was a uh, that, so that's something which which people should be looking at also students like you um, also should be looking at uh, not just going for internships and all and thinking that hey i am just going there for learning you are also going there to teach so you have you need to have that slight amount of my, mindset that Uh, while you are learning from others you may also be role models about certain things uh, in in the organizations where where you are going for going to the next uh, important thing in the digital transformation journey is uh, is thinking of it as an evolution uh, so many times people uh, make the mistake of thinking of it as just a point of time thing okay i pick these three three things which i need to do i'll do that and i am done but it's not like that it's a, a technology is constantly evolving and as you know means uh, 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 every day new releases of software come come out means it it changes <laughs> every day i look at my phone and half the apps say uh, that then i need to download and uh, and um, upgrade them so uh, we have to think of uh, think of it as an evolution uh, and not as a as a point of uh, point of time thing next important one communicate 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 now this is this is one where it leaders often fail because uh, most times what happens is uh, in companies um, the it leaders are generally many times hired for their technical expertise and they are not the best communicators and then and they but what is happening is they are engaging with business stakeholders who are great communicators and so you have this gap between the it organization and the business organization where the business starts thinking and classically i think in these days one one shouldn't uh, separate between the business and it they are supposed to be enmeshed together but that enmeshed together becomes very difficult when there is such a big marked difference of communication ability between both sides uh, so the business stakeholders may think that it doesn't understand what they what they want to get done and it thinks that hey we are building all these neat little tools and technologies and bringing so much new things in and these guys can't uh, figure out uh, what to do with them so this is a pet peeve surveys all over the years across time have said that uh, there's this big gap between the it and business and communication is key so it leaders 
and you and students and everybody else who's working in that IT lead is if, if there's one thing, suppose in this COVID lockdown, which you want to focus on is to get your communication skills, up, upgrade them, work on upgrading them like any other technical skill, which you upgrade. So there, there are a lot of technical guys out there who are spending time doing a lot of certifications, getting all them checked off their, uh, uh, on their, on their resumes. But one important thing they can do is also get some communication, upgrade their communication skills, maybe engage in pu public speaking assignments somewhere, uh, take, go and take a class somewhere, reach out to university, DBU, other places and say, hey, we'll do a webinar, whatever. But make and if you're managing teams, make sure that they, um, their communication skills are up. Why, why am I harping so much about communication is uh, at the outset of my talk, I had said that the digital transformation journey will be successful when the purpose of it is understood by everyone. And the only way by which shared purpose can be, can be uh, achieved is by effective communication. And that is the only way that all the stakeholders who need to be part of the, of the uh, transformation journey will stay along with you as you, as you, as you make this journey. Agree with you uh, on yeah. this thing. Like you know, communication is really important. But how would you suggest you know for students to go out and beyond because they are at home right now because of COVID and you know they cannot really go and do public speaking. So would you suggest them to make some their own webinars or you know talk something about about themselves? You know, make a video about themselves and post it on LinkedIn and uh, promote themselves and you know get their brand value. Absolutely. So that's uh, those. Those are those are all of them. All of the above. My, I will check all of the above there. Um, yes, you can. Uh, nothing stops anything. So if you if you think you are a a five G expert, machine learning expert, AI expert, you can start a YouTube uh, uh, series of uh, uh, inst instructional videos on bringing anybody else who is not up to or whatever you think about it. How AI can impact. Uh, the food industry. Maybe that's what you're interested in. You make a, make a video about it. Uh, you can write articles. Nobody, nobody has stopped. And if, if not anything, means just publish them on Medium or publish them as a, as a LinkedIn post. means uh, uh, those are ways to, ways to do it. Um, group of uh, means you can, you can form meetup communities and, and do online coaching amongst yourselves. Ten, group of 10 individuals get together and and, and speak on technical topics means uh, that can be done. So one of the biggest things which digital transformation has done is allowed this kind of collaboration and uh, made the world uh, open for anybody to, to communicate. So uh, in the past, people could have had excuses for not being able to communicate or not to upgrade their communication skills. But these days that cannot be an excuse at all. It means, uh, people who have had no education are making YouTube videos and stuff, which is getting millions of views or TikTok videos or whatever. So means uh, if you want to communicate, there are no ba barriers uh, uh, holding you back on that. Great, great question, Anushka. Uh, and feel free to bring up any, any, any other such questions. Otherwise I'll, I'll just keep rambling on. <laughs> Next one is uh, be a transformer. Now what happens is that, uh, Traditionally, IT people view themselves as doers. So um, you're part of a project and you are doing what, 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 you, are, what you are told to do. Um, but I think it is very, very essential 
that IT views itself as the transformers. Because what all corporations, all companies are becoming digital these days. And who and and in order to reach that stage means a transformation is going under is, is underway. And IT is the most well-placed to be leaders of that transformation. But if there is a leadership vacuum, others will, will step in. So there are lots of people who think that the transformation journey is, is, is not owned by IT because technology is just a tool. And that actual transformation journey is, 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 um, is somebody else's, else's to define. But that's because technology leaders are not able to put themselves in the transformer role where they visualize the business context of the transformation also. So if you, if you view yourself as just being a, uh, the technology part of the transformation, so that's, that's what you would end up doing. But if you understand the business context of the transformation, then you can have ownership of the entire transformation process. So being the transformer uh, requires people to step above and beyond what they think their normal roles and responsibilities are. And the, the beauty of it is that this is irrespective of what kind of transformation is underway. Because once you, once you develop that capability of being a transformer, today you may be leading the digital transformation. I don't know what the next transformation is going to be. Maybe it's that quantum transformation. You will, you will be well equipped to become the quantum transformer then. But otherwise, making the transition from digital to quantum will be difficult. But if you have undertaken it as the digital transformer, it will be easier to become the quantum transformer. And quantum, I just picked up as an example of what the next transformation can be. It could be, could, could be very well be something else. Now, uh, just to quickly quickly sum up uh, what, I, what, what the 10 mantras I talked about. Um, the first one was VUCA is real, be ready for it. Volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. Very, very real. COVID-19 is just an example. There could be many other things which can happen and can totally change uh, the world as we know it. We have, to be we have to be ready for it. In terms of vision, think big. So the vision should be, uh, sky is the limit. Think big, the vision. But how do you achieve the vision? And, and linked to the vision is the purpose. So more important means the vision should be towards a purpose. Think of what the purpose is um, and try to be more purposeful in what you do. Third one was in terms of actions, think small. So, or you can say do small. So think big, do small. Don't do not, because if you don't try to boil the ocean, go for the low hanging fruit, just to repeat some cliches. Continuous innovation. Absolutely essential, no resting, keep on innovating. Shake things up. I'd, maybe I'd put it that you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. So yes, you have to shake things up if you want to bring about transformation. Think human, think talent. So digital transformation is not about eliminating the human. Digital transformation is about leveraging technology to augment or supplement human capabilities. And you have to always keep that in mind. Uh, recently, we read about the story that Microsoft uh, decided that on one of its sites, I, know, I, I don't know the details, they said, okay, AI would just do the curating of the content kind of thing. And very soon, 
it, it had gone totally off the off the rails it, it became totally racist kind of thing because the underlying data set which was used to train the ai models had enough of those, those seeds in them uh, that it uh, ended up uh, going off in that uh, in that direction so the human again many people companies when they're implementing uh, ai they're making sure that it's human in the loop because uh, that human interface is still required for for artificial intelligence too um, and think talent part and the talent uh, is uh, is not is at all levels of the of the organization think partners um, partners could be consulting companies partners could be could be could be as i had mentioned out could be research institutions could be universities and colleges think partners uh, many times the cutting edge expertise in in some of the areas of digital transformation reside with the younger with the with the younger parts of society with the universities and research institutions um, think evolution so it is this is not something which will be done in a day it is it, it 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 you have to keep on progressing on it so you have to think of it that way um, communication is key not to be, belabor the point but uh, make sure that your teams as well as yourselves are focused on effective communications and the last one i mentioned was being a transformer so that's it's that attitude and spirit of actually um, leading a transformation and being 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 uh, was it gandhi i think said be the change you want to see in the world <laughs> cliche by now but it still holds very very true so you have to be the transformer you want the if you want to be uh, leading a digital transformation in your company so in a gist this was what i wanted to cover lots of time for q and a so anushka take it from here and uh, let's see if any any have started bubbling up yet yes so um everyone you can uh, get your question q and a in uh, up and comment and uh, i just want to say deepak that this was such a great uh, uh, conversation with you and you know the way you explained it it actually showed how it's really important to really think about the human side of it you know when we were not talking about some jargons or something but we were to the point and it was really really um, enlightening you know how we have to get into the digital transformation by actually doing something and not just expecting something so right. which Thank is you. a Thanks. very good thing and um i think we have few questions over here so rafael asks on average what is the percentage of financial revenue do companies direct to digital transformation so that uh, great great question rafael but there there could cannot be like a one uh, size fits all answer to it it would depend upon the size of the company the sector which it is in and uh, and right now with the with the covid 19 things a uh, lot of lot of the budgets and stuff have go totally gone out of the whack means uh, companies are totally revisiting uh, the way approach uh, the way they approach things because um, two two things are two things are happening in different in different sectors one is in some sectors what is happening is that people are uh, conserving cash and they're not spending because they don't know what is going to happen so i'm talking about companies so hold on to your cash because you don't know what's what's going to happen next and second what is happening is uh, focusing on building resilience uh, on dealing with things which uh, so th that may be through digital uh, tools uh, for example work from home now that's a digital uh, 
and remote working is a digital thing. Many companies had no plans for doing that, but this came about and they were uh, what, what would have taken years was done in, in weeks time, but money was spent for it kind of thing. So uh, great question, Raphael, but I don't have any cookie cutter answer for that. Uh, that's something which, which, which we can research and find out, but a lot will depend on the type of company, the nature of transformation, as well as how things shape up in the uh, post-COVID world. Exactly. And um, we have another question from Silas. It's, um, would you please go deeper on think human, think talent? And in the age of technology, how do we go about implementing that? Uh, great, great, great question. In fact, I am participating in another webinar on Friday morning. This is with uh, um, some uh, European um, uh, people and uh, based out of Ireland and UK. And the topic is that only about, uh, about the human part of, of, of digital transformation. So that's, uh, uh, that, that I'm, so I'm, I just want brought it up because it, it was top of my mind. But the great, great question again. So how, um, how do you bring the human into the, into the digital transformation? Now, now, a couple of things, uh, a, a few related thoughts first, and then I'll come to the, to the main question. So two, two recent incidents come, uh, uh, come to mind. My, one, I was speaking to a few uh, data officers, analytics uh, leaders of companies, and they were talking about how they were dealing with COVID and stuff like that. And one of them spoke about, how, and this is a company which runs several restaurant chains, and he said that they are going to bring, uh, uh, they have already brought robos in as servers in some of their restaurants. Um, so which brought in, which makes one think is, hey, bringing robos into, into as servers is a, is a great idea, but what happened? Um, and in the short run, it may be good because it, it is preventing the spread of the disease because the server may be spreading some disease, uh, spreading COVID. Um, but then what happens to those roles once, uh, once COVID goes away kind of thing? And the second thing is that when humans start interacting with robots as servers, how does your behaviors change when you interact with actual human, human servers and some other places? So this relationship between, um, between human and roles, how does, how, how does that evolve? And the second in interesting thing was around how um, IBM has now said that it will uh, not be doing uh, facial recognition software anymore. Uh, because um, uh, the technology is not yet mature and means that there are, there are issues with it and it wrote to Congress. Some ethical and, issues as yeah, well. Yeah, ethical issues as well. So which, which, so these are kind of human questions which are arising when, when technology is interacting on the consumer side of things. But the same kind of questions arise when you are talking about transformation within the companies also, because ultimately it's the same humans who are who are who are doing 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 the transformation? So, some of the interesting human-related uh, things which come up in a digital transformation is um, one is uh, what's in it for me question comes up comes up uh, for employees because the business cases for transformations are generally built around cost reduction, manpower reduction, and many people say, hey, you know what? Once this is done, I know my my role will be going 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 away. And I was chatting with a few other people about this today. And the interesting thing was, uh, so good leaders are able to create a vision 
by which people are able to participate and contribute in something, even knowing that they may not be part of that heaven which will be created. So that's, that's, that's why I laid so much emphasis on creating the vision, creating the purpose, and then communicating that purpose and, 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 and vision. Because without that, that thing, that thing will not happen. You, you, will not, you will not be able to do that unless that, that, that vision and that purpose is clearly established. And then there is communication. There is communication about it. So that once again, that's an example of how human is brought into the human is brought into the into the mix. So I'll come back to this again, but let's let's see if there are some more questions. That was a great explanation, We have a question from Kamal that even though there will be human interaction with AI, I believe that the way we work will change drastically. How can we identify those changes early on and prepare ourselves for those changes? Huh, great, great question. So, um, and I'm sure I, I won't have all the answers straight away, but, but um, so the key, key questions around AI right now, and I think Anushka, you, you brought it up in uh, tangentially when you mentioned ethical AI. And uh, another thing is explainable AI. Um, so I think one of the big, big challenges around AI right now is that uh, uh, how do you know why AI did what it did? So, and these are means I, I've worked with, with teams who have been working on, on, on projects and it's in the public domain now for DARPA, which is the defense uh, um, research agency, which was around say, so you've got a um, AI driven drone and it has, it has to drop a rescue packet to say a hiker who is stuck by the side of a, uh, uh, on the side of a cliff. And there's a, there's a lake below and there's a, there's a mountain on one side. Now, where should the, where should that rescue packet be dropped below um, uh, towards the water or towards the, towards the mountain kind of thing. So those kind of decisions AI will, will have, will have to make. Now, when that drone comes back after it has made the drop, like, Will it be able to explain why it, why it, why it made the drop where, where it, where it made the, where it made the drop, you know, uh, AI sense that the person's leg was broken. And so it would be easy for him to go downhill, then go uphill and all that kind of thing. Now in human interaction, what happens is a pilot makes those decisions and the pilot comes back and you can ask him, Hey, why did you, why did you drop the packet where you did? And the pilot will give a, give a reasoning for it. And secondly, we trust the pilot because we trust his credentials. You know what? The, he went to this, this training school and he had so many years of training and all that kind of stuff. Now with AI, all that is not in place right now. So lot of things would be needed. So before AI can be qualified to make those kinds of decisions. So a lot of roles will emerge where uh, people are working on these kinds of things. How do you qualify AI to make, make decisions? how does that trust between AI and, and humans emerge? So that, that those, those are the key kinds of roles. So in terms of charting that journey towards AI, thinking through all those questions and coming up with answers is an important part. Now, in terms of ethical AI, um, so mor morality comes in, but then whose morality, who defines those morals? Morals are not uniform, even as we may like to think of them as, but the same, uh, surveys were done around the globe on with a with a, a simple ethical problem asked to people all across the globe and everybody had different answers on how to how to deal with it 
So when a driverless car is driving and it has got a old lady on one side and a, and a baby in a pram on the other side, and it, it, it's or there are five people on one side and a baby on the other side, which, which way should it steer? It, accident is going to happen, but which to avoid, which to, um, which it can hit means those are kind of uh, questions which uh, where people will have to humans humans make those decisions in a split split second and then we don't means we the person will uh, means it, they made that decision and we'll have to take that decision but ai will be held to a higher standard in terms of why did it chose to hit the baby rather than those five people kind of thing so it was a very a very very stark example but but th that those are the kind of dilemmas which would need to be figured out and I think we adopt AI in the future as well for making it easier for people, you know, so that they have an easy life. But mm -hmm. what if they don't want it? What if they have issues, you know, like, as you said, that IBM is saying that um, we're not going to do facial recognition because people don't want it. They don't want their privacy to be leaked. They don't want, you know, to show their faces around, and, you know, get recognized as such. So we have to take all that into account as well. And that's where ethical mm -hmm. AI stands. Yeah, yeah. Another means related question. So what what, what has happened is that, uh, so think of the pharma industry. Um, so even think of vaccines and stuff. So uh, disease is there, vaccines come out, and uh, and uh, or, or, or treatments come out for diseases. But there is a big process of validation which happens before those can go mainstream. So you know, you said you know what. We've come out with that drug, but it now it is in phase, clinical trials, phase one, phase two, animal trials, this trial, that trial, before humans, uh, it, it, it is made available to hum for general population use. But with technology, what has happened is anytime anything comes out, straight away it goes, goes across all humans. Now, is some kind of validation or these checks and balances, how does society decide what those checks and balances are? So there would have been an era in the past where, where uh, when medicines were developed, they were straight away propagated to the people and then half the people would have died because of the medicine rather than the disease. And then society decided, no, that this needs to be this protocol for uh, dealing with those things. So similarly, I think um, technology may be reaching that stage now where some kind of process may be needed. So the next question is, um, which skills the consulting groups is searching to hire new digital transformation consultant? Great, great question. I think means, um, uh, so the skills, one thing, one thing one has to be is that more important than specific skills, uh, a very key role in thing is your learning ability. Because the skills will switch in a in a means very 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 quickly, but I think means the biggest ones these days would be data science, would be would be AI, machine learning, would be um, uh, some of those uh, standard big uh, software means Workday, um, SAP, things of things of those kind. What his next question was that he wanted something in specific areas, giving him a big picture and mix between technology and business. So mm -hmm. I think you answered that. Yeah. So we have next question uh, that is, what leadership style best suits digital transformation? Are tipping point leadership, agile leadership good enough? I think uh, uh, means 
if if not specifically means i think through my uh, through the points i laid down i i i may have tangentially answered the question uh, which would be in my perspective the leader is one who who would have the ability to think big and create a vision and define a purpose um would would have the ability to then have it translated into small meaningful actions and then uh be confident enough to shake things up maintain a process of continuous innovation work with out of the box partners and effectively communicate his vision and purpose all through the um, all through the company so that in my mind um so i i i don't know what classical leadership style i would characterize it but if i think a leader has a combination of these abilities uh he or she would do well in in leading digital transformation or in fact any um, i mean this is a requirement for almost anything these days absolutely correct and uh, we have next question how can one create the right mindset and culture for digital transformation what organizational models are best suited for change management you know what i have been so away from textbook textbooks that sometimes when when specific names of models and all are asked <laughs> i'm at a, i'm at a loss uh, to specify which so you guys um, Uh, academia and you guys who are into this uh, to to that knowledge would would know exactly uh, what what model uh, what model works for you um, so i i can tell you from my practical exp- experiences uh, whatever the labels I means many times these these labels come and uh, come and go um, and and many times they go in a, if if you have been in a company long enough and and any time a new things come comes around there would be a lot of people you know will say yeah that's that was the flavor of the year like 5 years ago too kind of thing because things 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 go around in 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 circles a little bit um so agile is a is a big way of doing things right now till somebody figures out that there are problems with with agile also i think already means what has happened is that people have become so people transitioned from a waterfall mindset to an agile mindset uh, suppose were supposed to transition from a waterfall mindset to the agile mindset and what has what has happened is now they have adopted so they have adopted the agile without the agility so the agile itself the the, the now the agile, instead of the waterfall book now the agile book has become the uh, become the new and it's like again fixated on the same uh, process steps and all that kind of thing so i think um, i um, i had spoken some place few years ago about the uh, difference between agile with a capital a and with a small a i think the intent was intent most companies most leaders want that small a agile and they are getting stuck with the big a agile and it's 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 interesting so i i i don't know whether i did justice to the question but for now let's let's leave it there and we'll we'll take the next one yes yes absolutely right right uh, we have next question um, culture is key to make decisions within an organization what is the culture needed for digital transformation culture of culture of openness culture of innovation culture of value is key yeah. yeah sorry go ahead i uh, my wifi just got off so i thought maybe you wouldn't hear the question probably. yeah yeah i i, so I, 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 I 
yeah i heard i heard the question yeah culture is culture is key uh and uh, we'll keep uh, debating whether culture eats strategy for breakfast or does strategy eat culture for breakfast <laughs> that's another uh, uh discussion but culture yeah culture um culture would be a culture which is uh, which is open which uh, enables innovation which um, which uh, which is very communication focused means that that's the kind of culture means one one can look at companies which are which have been successful in their digital transformation journeys look at their leaders look at the kind of leaders they are look at the kind of public persona they have uh, look at the companies which have failed at uh, digital transformation and one can get a general idea of, uh, of what kind of leadership and what kind of culture um uh, culture generally prevails i i think the the big issue happens is that many of the technology companies you can say they are the digital companies and now this digital transformation is coming into what were traditional companies say the banking sector or what means other other sectors kind of thing and that's where um you're saying hey um can the bay area mindset work on the texas oil field I mean that that's the that's the, the that, that's the kind of question. So many companies to deal with this with the digital kind of thing, they set up like di separate digital teams, uh, or set up separate offices in a different complex altogether because they don't want to mix up their their digital guys with their with their traditional guys. Now I am not a big fan of that um, because it it creates those. Uh, Uh, silos within companies so they here here they are these fancy digital guys and they are the not so fancy uh, legacy guys and it is it is something which is set up for friction and and problems um in in a company where i was where we where when we built this thing what we tried to do we created a solution acceleration team which was more the digital transformation team but it was composed of people a core team of people who worked on solution acceleration but it pulled in people from the main larger solution delivery organization the main it organization on rotational roles so that they also get uh, imbued with this with this ideology so that when they go back to their own uh, so you're working on a three month project as part of the acceleration team and then you'll go back to your day job in the delivery organization but you carry back with you some of the mindset some of the knowledge which you learned while you were doing the acceleration thing and then you become that change agent within the broader delivery organization because you you want to take that virus i think the the digital transformation virus virus is not the right, right term to use these days but then you want to infect the rest of that organization with it so that it's it spreads spreads all around yes and um, let's have a last question mm. uh that is uh, how do small organization adapt to digital transformation and are there any risks involved a great great question anushka um i would think that some smaller smaller companies may somehow be even better equipped to um, to deal with digital transformation than the larger ones are one is because the the chain the hierarchy is 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 smaller so there are less uh, decision points um and in most cases in smaller organization the leadership is much more empowered quicker decisions they are used to making quicker decisions faster decisions kind of thing and uh, they have less of this technology debt which is the investments made in the legacy stack 
maybe maybe less and so it could be easier for them to to uh, to move into into the new now the challenge to them comes with is is that um, the cost of making the digital transformation for them as a total proportion of their it cost may or or maybe much higher than what um, you know what a, what a larger uh, corporation has available but the tools of making the digital transformation journey are 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 reducing in cost every three if you don't want the gold plated version there you'll find a, a pay as you go version of the tools or you may find freeware also which can uh, do the same things and a smaller organization uh, may have the risk appetite to to go for some of those freeware uh, solutions for different things kind of thing and in fact it this covid has disrupted some of those so a, in a larger organization deploying something like zoom etc would have taken years uh, going through all the protocols and this and that and now this crisis happened and suddenly everybody is on uh, on zoom so uh, those things also change so I, but i think we are get running out of time so if you want to sum it up anushka go ahead yes and um, i just want to say thank you deepak thank you for this conversation and for this webinar it was really helpful and uh, every day we see all this about digital transformation and definitely i think slowly eventually everybody will think over it and uh, be digitalized as soon as possible and in these times i think it's going to fasten up uh, soon so thank you for joining us deepak we look forward to having you again for more and more webinars and thank you everyone for joining us today it was great uh, having you all with us today thank you thanks again everyone and uh, enjoy your digital journeys thank you